Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday on this program. You know what that means? we got a lot to get into. Last night, AW Dynamite. What did you think of the show? I thought the show was awesome. And there were a lot of promos on the show. And in some ways, it almost felt like a go-home show. And I think it was designed that way because next week's show is being preempted. It will be airing on Friday night, late. And so I think they wanted to make sure if you somehow don't catch the show next week, you got everything you need to know for the pay-per-view on Sunday. We'll give you the full lineup for the show. We'll run down all of the matches and angles from last night and much, much more. Lots to talk about coming out of AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. We also finally got some numbers for the last week or so. We got SmackDown numbers, we got Raw numbers, we got NXT numbers. Not a great week for wrestling after a week, a couple of weeks ago, actually, that uh, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, all number one in their time slot. Uh, It's going to be a little uglier this week, especially the AEW number from last night. I don't know what it's going to be, but I don't think that number is going to be good. They did not have a huge marquee show. The show was great, but it's not about whether the show was great. It was about whether the lineup for the show got people interested in tuning in. We've seen this a million times. One of the reasons that I rant so vociferously about NXT not announcing much and then filling it all in the day of the show. It is hype going in that often determines how well a show is going to do. And there was not a lot of hype going into the AEW show Wednesday and head-to-head with the NBA I think it's going to be ugly, and of course, everyone's going to freak out and say the sky is falling, but it's not. However, the sky is falling to a degree in New Japan. We'll talk about Will Ospreay vacating the IWGV World Heavyweight title, and a lot more. All coming up after the break. Stick around, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. Gotta finish this today. Cristiano's construction projects typically run smoothly, but this project's pipeline is about to burst. Yo, boss, where you want us to put this? To the left. 
your other left. John, Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This is from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Will Ospreay has vacated the IWGP World Heavyweight title as he is out of action with a neck injury. New Japan released a statement Thursday morning, revealed Osprey suffered the injury during the second night of wrestling Dontaku. They said he would not be participating in the next series of events, will return to the United Kingdom for rehab. No timetable is set for his return. As a result, IWGP World Heavyweight title is now vacant. An announcement on what comes next for the title will be made at a later date. Osprey had held the IWGP World Heavyweight title for 46 days, defeating Kota Ibushi on April 4th. Osprey, which, by the way, 
Uh, part of the reason that he defeated Ibushi, Ibushi also injured. And Osprey was scheduled to defend the title against Okada on May 29th at the Tokyo Dome. That show's no longer happening. Okada also injured. There were other stadium shows set for Yokohama delayed due to Japan extending their COVID-19 state of emergency through the end of May. New Japan has not run any shows since May 4th due to nine wrestlers testing positive for COVID-19. They plan to resume shows on May 22nd. So I don't even know where to start here. Uh, There is a lot going on in New Japan, and there is a lot of frustration among the talent about a lot of things, not the least of which is with the rules uh, in Japan regarding leaving, coming back, quarantining, and then shows get canceled, and you'd like to go home, but maybe you can't go home because then you have to quarantine to come back, and you can only be home for a se- I mean, there's there are people very, very frustrated, and, you know, it's hard to blame. You can't really blame it on New Japan because things happen, outbreaks, things have to be canceled. Uh, Japan itself, not doing much in terms of of vaccinations. They may be a little bit above 2% now, but not much. But there's just a lot of people very frustrated. There's a lot of people hurt. I mean, I just went over the three people that either had the IWGP title or were in line for the IWGP title. They're all hurt. You know, I was told, and this was quite a while ago, this was probably a year ago, that, um, you know, whatever... Whatever public face people give about their own injuries, I talked to people that were there a lot, and you know they said, "Listen, there's everybody is hurt. Everybody. Like the only major star that does not have an injury, they told me was Okada. Well, now Okada is injured, so there's injuries, there's frustrations, there's quarantines. I don't know how this all plays into the Osprey story. I don't doubt that the guy has a bad neck. The I mean, there's a couple of things here. Number one, to vacate the IWGP World Heavyweight title due to a neck injury, on the surface it sounds like, bro, your neck is in way worse shape than you're letting on because nobody, nobody doesn't work unless they're badly hurt. At the same time, the statement here says he's going home for rehab. And rehab, obviously, is significantly less serious than if you need to go home and get surgery or you have to get home and find out what the problem is. So I don't know how everything ties together. I mean, if we take the story at face value that he has a neck injury, I don't want to get on the guy, but I I do want to say that everybody needs to stop falling on their necks, okay? We've been talking about this forever. We talked about it with Osprey. We talked about it with Kota Ibushi. Will Osprey, at one point, I don't know if you guys remember this, he took audio from Wrestling Observer Radio where Dave and I were talking about him falling on his neck, and I think it was Dave that said he's going to end up like the Dynamite Kid. He was very affected by this. He played the audio at a press conference. It really bothered him, and I don't know if that's solely the reason, but, I mean, if you watched Will Ospreay over the last year, he's done a lot less falling on his head. But he fell on his head a lot. Kodobushi fell on his head a lot. You can't fall on your head, okay? It doesn't matter if you fall on your head and, like, Ibushi is done in his interviews and he goes, well, I know how to fall on my head. Bro, no one knows how to fall on their head, okay? You just don't. You may feel better the next day when you're young, 
but you can rattle off a list of guys that are in their 40s and their 50s, and they can't even turn their head, and they never fell on their head. They just did normal wrestling matches with flat back bumps. I don't want to get on the guy. I don't want to get on my soapbox, but it, it, it is frustrating to see guys that are great that all of a sudden they can't do this anymore, either for a short period of time or for a long period of time, because they kept falling on their heads, especially guys like Osprey. One last thing. It was uh, it was yesterday. Lance was here on this show, and there was like a question about what did Lance think about the video of the guy that he lit his crotch on fire and he burned his crotch, and then the guy had a weed whacker and all that. And Lance made some comment about, well, when you can't work, you light your crotch on fire. Will Ospreay can work. As we've seen over the last year, he's been the best he's ever been not landing on his head. So just don't land on your head, everybody. I don't want to go on. Just don't land on your head. You can have great matches without landing on your head. And then we don't have a, a promotion where every single solitary person seemingly is is working injured because of the way that they've worked over the last several years. I got to stop now. Mike, go for it. How about that neck on Tetsuya Naito? What about him? Naito, my God. What about Hiromu? Everybody. Hiromu, I mean, we, we've had guys that their careers ended, and they, they're barely back after, after suffering neck injuries. I mean, I'm not going to say anyone's going to die, but, I mean, everyone knows how Misawa died. He died of internal decapitation. And it wasn't even a move where he got dropped on his head. It was it was like maybe a little bit high angle. But the fact of the matter is it was years and years and years and years of damage. And he kept getting in. And one day, that's it. It's over. Well, dude, forget about him for a minute. That was during an impact move. Look at Perro Aguayo. You know, it was a sad situation. But look how Perro, uh, you know, he hit the ropes. He literally hit the ropes. And that was it. And you never know when it's going to happen. And... I just, I feel for Will Ospreay, I feel for everybody, because you don't want to see something like this. In New Japan, everybody obviously has been affected by the pandemic in the last 18 months, but I don't know who may have gotten it worse than New Japan. Now, I know there's smaller promotions that are scraping for every dollar that are just pulling their hair out, you know, at that statement, but you look at the larger wrestling promotions, you look at AEW, you look at WWE, ROH, all that. Look at New Japan and the position they're in right now, and are they better off than they were 18 months ago? The answer is undoubtedly no, they are not. And they have tried things that have not worked, like evil. They have had – this has been bad. You know, the pandemic has been a real – echo chamber as far as when things have not worked the rattling that has come from it and they most they have not had a good run that is for damn sure with the injuries that they've had with everything that's gone on so the faster that things can try to get back to normal you know they're going to help everybody but when it comes to new japan this is a company that needs some some comfort and needs some stability again right now when it comes to their players because Right now, it just feels like everything's a mess. It's just hard because in WWE, WWE, you test positive for COVID and you go home. And if you're fine 10 days later, you go right back to work. That's it. Japan's different. People go to Japan. They don't live in, well, some people live in Japan, obviously, but other oh, people yeah. go to Japan from where they consider to be their home and they go there and something happens. And now you go back to your apartment and you can't do anything. 
And not only can I do anything, but like you can't fly back home. You can't just go home like you can if you live in Florida and you work for WWE. You're stuck in an apartment. Then they cancel shows. And so you're going to be stuck in that apartment for 30 days. If you want to go home, you can go home. But if you want to be back in time for the show, you got to come back and then quarantine for two weeks. So how much time do you even get at home? Maybe you live somewhere where you have to quarantine to get there. Then you have to quarantine to get back. It's a nightmare for some of these guys. And it's very frustrating. And it's not New Japan's fault, so to speak. It's like those are the Japanese quarantine rules. That's what they have to do if there's an outbreak and shows get canceled. I mean, it just sucks. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, we got some good news. AEW was awesome last night. It was. God, I love that show. Christian mm-hmm. Cage, Matt Seidel. Very good match. I'll rave about this one for 30 minutes on the Brian and Vinny show tonight, how awesome Christian Cage is. Then they set up a match for the pay-per-view. Varsity- did he outwork everybody for you? Oh, we'll talk about it. Let me get through this first. Varsity Blondes did a promo for the main event, which was a great promo. You never see these guys cut promos. They cut a great promo here about the main event. Moxley and Kingston, I got to find out more about this one because they cut a promo, and there was a very obvious edit in the middle of it, and I can only imagine what happened. They must have loved the rest of it. Kingston and Moxley beat the acclaimed. Another very good match. Uh, they didn't bury the acclaimed, but, I mean, it was a dominant win for Kingston and Moxley because they're getting the tag title shot of the pay-per-view. We had more. I mean, we had interviews up and down the show. Uh, Pinnacle had a segment. Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Jericho and Dean Malenko, which was awesome. <laughs> Rebel and Akar Ushida were sitting on the show, but they knew it. It was two minutes. They got it over with. And then they shot an angle for Akar Ushida and Britt Baker. We had... A segment with this despicable human being, Don Callis, who for some reason I find so despicable, but when he's on the show, I think he's great. Super nice guy. Get along with him. But anyway, he did a horrible thing. He tried to get a concussed Orange Cassidy when he wasn't in the right state of mind to sign a document taking him out of the match at the pay-per-view, but Orange wouldn't. Your kind of guy. Inner Circle and Jericho did a great promo building up the Stadium Stampede show. Serena Deeb and Red Velvet had, mm. like, the most amazing match you ever saw in your life. Like, no, there was no right for it to be as good as it was. But it was great, and it's, it was just, like, a miracle. I, I looked at Serena Deeb, and it's one of those matches where I said, if I had to have one more match, I want it with Serena Deeb. <laughs> She'd carry me to an all-timer. And uh, Anthony Gogo beat Austin Gunn. Great promo by Kazarian. Great promo by Miro and Lance Archer setting up a match for the pay-per-view. And then, bro, the Young Bucks and the Varsity Blondes. If you don't like the Young Bucks, just shut the damn show off now. Go listen to another podcast. I don't care. I got plenty of listeners. These guys are the greatest tag team I ever saw. I mean, my God. They were so... And it's funny because a lot of people would think that when they saw a match with, like, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. But it's like you're in there with Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. It is no disrespect to the Varsity Blondes. They did a good job in this match. But this match was awesome and the bucks are the just the greatest heel tag team they make the the baby faces look so good they're bumbling heels they're bonking into each other they're tripping getting into the ring it was the most old school there was nothing like oh i don't like this because i'm an old crusty old man this was the oldest school old school tag match you ever saw it was freaking great and they beat the guys, but, like, you just thought the Varsity Blondes were so great. I was in awe watching this match. I was in awe watching this match. And then afterwards, Moxie and Kingston hit the ring, and they beat up the Bucks and stole their shoes. 
<laughs> I love this show, dude. Like, no one's going to watch it. It's going to get like 700,000 viewers or something like that. But, man, if you watch this show, you were rewarded with a great pro wrestling television show. God, I loved it. For hours, I could go on about this show. But I won't. Anything you'd like to add, Mike? I agree 100%. I really love this show. And it wasn't... They've had more impactful shows. They've had more newsworthy shows. But this was just a really fun, easy show to watch from top to bottom. I thought two hours flew by. I thought it was great for a lot of the same reasons that you mentioned. For the When Brian Pillman Jr., when they had... He and Griff Garrison and uh, 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 with Julie Hart uh, standing there as that team, like, they looked fantastic. And it was really the first time that they actually, with Pillman's promo, what he cut, how everybody came across, like, for the first time, it was like, man, if this was WWE, they would have already broken them up and Brian Pillman would have already turned on Griff Garrison, like, probably two weeks into them teaming together. But, like, with these two, it's, man, I want to see them continue to grow. And this is the first time I really looked at them and thought, this looks like like a legit team. And to have them stand there and cut that promo, like, they they have never felt more like a real team than they did last night. And then they go out there with the Young Bucks. And it's one of the Young Bucks' best performances working with a team. And we've seen them against Top Flight. We've seen them against this team and that team and the other team. Like, I thought last night, as far as them working with a team and getting them up to their level and making them feel like they're up to that level, damn, the Young Bucks did it. And look, it's crazy, maybe, that I prefer, in this era of tag teams where the Young Bucks are in, I prefer... The Briscoe brothers. I prefer Claudio and Hero. Maybe even sometimes the Usos. But the bottom line is the Young Bucks are a Hall of Fame tag team. At the end of the day, at the end of this year, when the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame is announced, there is a damn good chance that the Young Bucks are going in. And oh, they're you, they're running away with it. Are you kidding me? And the thing is, you can, again, your preference, you can say, man, I like the Briscoes a lot more than I ever liked the Young Bucks. I like the Usos more than I ever liked the Young Bucks. Does not take away what the Young Bucks have accomplished. And killer job last night. Serena Deeb is the best, dare I say, the best female wrestler in North America right now. Uh, yes, certainly I, I was mean, last night. There is Io Shirai. There are a lot of other people, but you know what? You could put them all there right now. There's nobody better than Serena Deeb coming off that knee injury. And yes, it seems like anybody that has been trained by QT Marshall and has gone through the Nightmare Factory slash Factory, whatever you want to call it, like they their curve does not seem to be as jagged as some other people. And Red Velvet. Certainly was not just sitting there as a, a set of handles in that ring waiting for Serena Deeb to pick her up and take her around. She held up to her end of the deal, too. But Serena Deeb was a fantastic ring general last night. Taz and Christian Cage and that feud, I, I you know, for it's not been perfect, but I thought how they went with last night I thought was great. I thought Moxley and Kingston, you know, starting off by punching Caster and Bowens for the rap that they had 
you know, going into the match. You know, Moxie came over, punched Bones. That was one of the funniest things of the night. One of the funniest things, uh, I, I thought. And you saw it coming from a million miles away, and it was still great. Small thing, they went with Joan Jett's version of, of Wild Thing. That makes a big, big difference, okay? If you've ever seen the movie Wild Thing, you, you'd know that. Or if saw Onita come out, you would know that. And that little twist on that music makes a big, big difference. And Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Darby Allen, Sting... You know, I'm not uh, really enthused about it. I'm not enthused about Sting going back into the ring and wrestling without cinematic presentation, but it is what it is. He's going to be out there, and Sky and Page are both really good workers, so it might be good. Uh, I'm just not as into it as I am a lot of the other things on the show, and, of course, the biggest thing, probably the pinnacle inner circle uh, feud, once again, coming to fruition uh, with the stadium stampede to where the inner circle agrees, and we'll see how that goes. I'm not, I don't like this match in this scenario, and you and Dave talked about it last night. Other people have as well, too. A lot of the charm, a lot of the great feelings about uh, stadium stampede come, came from the fact that it was comedy, came from the fact that there were lots of sight gags. We're going from war games to stadium stampede where it should be about blood, it should be about violence it should be about settling a war settling a feud settling a guy that was supposedly pushed off the cage and was attempted to be killed by this new leader of this other faction how is this going to play itself out and i'm not completely you know bearish on the whole thing but it'll be interesting to see how this plays out with five different fights going on at the same time if it's supposed to be this big big blood feud it'll be interesting how how they play things so We'll have to see how it goes, uh, but again, last night, there was so much win on that show last night, so many little things, Jericho and Milenko, Jericho saying that he forgot a couple holds, I, it just, all the, there were so many small things that I thought really made the show great. If you want to text us here today, we'll do phone calls after the break here, the phone number, that means you call, 844-913-2727. Text messages four two five seven eight zero seven five six six. Whatever you, know, you want to talk about. You know, hold on now. I, I did get I did get a little birdie yeah, in there. Jason Agnew, and he's exactly right. In the movie Major League, it was not Joan Jett. It's a band called X. So if you're looking for the Major League soundtrack version, it, it's from a group called X. It's not Joan Jett, but it, it sounds kind of like Joan Jett. I'd like to think it was Joan Jett. So okay, listen, we got the lineup for the show, the pay per view. Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, Pac, AEW World Title. Hikaru Shida, Britt Baker, AEW Women's Title. Young Bucks versus Kingston and Moxley, AEW World Tag Team Titles. Cody Rhodes, Anthony Agogo, Sting and Darby versus Scorpio and Ethan Page. Pinnacle versus Inner Circle, Stadium Stampede. Miro versus Lance Archer, TNT Title. And a Casino Battle Royal for a future AEW World Title match. And I don't know about this one. The problem is there's there's uh, they've announced everyone except one guy, okay? And unfortunately, there's a problem when you don't announce one guy. And that is that it's either Brian Danielson or people are going to be furious. So, like, I mean, they can do whatever they want. I have no idea. If it's me, if I don't got Brian Danielson, I'm, t I'm telling you, every guy that's going to be in that battle royal, there's no surprises. This poor guy is going to be Raid, whoever it is. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
now today's rust eating tip of the day presented by free all deep penetrating oil you're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted on wheel coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil let them sit for a few minutes and you'll have them off in a cinch now give a generous spray into each mounting hole place a two by four on the outer edge of the wheel and smack the wood with a mallet just enough to create some braking force and vibration repeat if necessary and now a word from free all Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. Freeall spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to go to the phones in a moment. Don't be a gimmick. Talking to you, Honolulu. So the ratings, very quickly. Raw, 1.823 million viewers on the USA Network, up 0.4% from last week, essentially even. 18 to 49, however, down 9.8% from last week. Uh, this week's 18 to 49 was about a 0.48, lowest rating in the demo since December 16th, which, by the way, was when they were going head to head with uh, with football. Raw was up 3.8% in viewership, and that's going up against empty arena shows, down 5.9% in 18 to 49. 
NXT 700,000 viewers. It appears that the demo number was around 0.16, which is a horror going unopposed. A horror, I say. So that's not good. And uh, SmackDown also did terrible. 1.917 million viewers, 0.44 and 18 to 49. Lowest viewership on Fox since August 5th of last year, which was when they were in empty buildings before the Thunderdome. And then, of course, AEW tonight. I don't think it's going to be a horror, but I know that there's going to be a lot of people that say it's a horror. I don't think it's going to be. It's not going to break a million. That's for sure. We'll be lucky to get close. Rough time for numbers here for a while. Dude, rough time for anybody between the ages of 18 to 34 if you're in charge of bringing those people into the fold for wrestling. It just, am I, and I go to the front page, make sure I'm doing math correctly, which I know is, you know, the blind leading the blind here when it comes to, to you helping me out with math, but I'm looking at the number 18 to 49, right, for Raw. 621,667 people. The 18 to 34 average, take out the, the people between 35 and 49 years old. The number falls by 489,334 people. It falls to 132,333 people on average, 18 to 34 for Raw. For NXT... That number is 46,000. 46,000. Their 18 to 49 number, 199,000. So you take out those people from 35 to 49, you lose 153,000 people. They fell to 46,000 people. Bro, if you got these numbers every week, I mean, it's low, but... I, I mean, know, I and I know, and the thing it is, ain't that that's, unusual. The, that's the crazy part for NXT is, I mean, I think it's been, I mean, it's been in the 30s, if I'm not mistaken, before. It's just, it's just, it's staggering, and it's stunning, and I know they're making a ton of money, and I know they got a ton of people that are fans, and blah, blah, blah. Again, 18 to 34 being down that low, that's not good for anybody, and I don't want to hear that it's because our generation doesn't watch TV or whatever nonsense you want to give. That's not good. And even with DVR numbers, because we talked about those, how last week, you know, probably DVR numbers were up across the board since wrestling was so down across the board. It would just make to have, you know, just make sense. Here, you can come up with all the DVR numbers you want. Nothing is going to bring that number up to make it. Uh, uh, to me, palatable if you're WWE or if you're looking at this. That's crazy. Those numbers are crazy for that age group. It's it's not good. That's not good. All right, Honolulu, what's on your mind, bro? You better be in class. No, I'm not in class, Brian. I am on summer break as of today and also... It's May 20th. Twitch homies. It wow. is. And shout out to the Twitch homies and producer Rob. Shout out to Bad Brains. Uh... I called in because I was so upset by watching AEW. I don't know what it was. It was either like my, my sure SM58 breaking or some catfish, but I got so mad while watching AEW Dynamite yesterday. I, I didn't want not want to see a Griff Garrison 15-minute match. I didn't want to see a... a, a, a hey, uh, hey, a hey, Honolulu, Honolulu. Forget all that, okay? No one cares. But I, I got to ask you a question. 
how in God's right. name did you break an SM58? I don't know. It's either a malfunction or I, I, I'm going to go to Guitar Center on, like, Saturday, but I don't know how it broke. I got to find out. It's either the XLR cable or the mic, something malfunctioning. But it, it is what it is. It may be my own, like, misinformation, or no, not misinformation, but my own misuse of it. I don't know how it happened. What is that? It's a mic. It's, 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 it's literally, it's, it's renowned for being unbreakable. So the idea that somehow Honolulu broke an SM58, that's a bigger story than, I won't say anything that we've talked about here today, but it's way up there. And uh, yeah, I can't, can't hear him rambling about not wanting to see a Griff Garrison match. Sorry, Honolulu. Get out of here. Real. Go back to school, dude. And what is this with Hawaii? Summer break starts May 20th. At best, our summer break starts June 20th. They're out a month early. He probably didn't even go to school most of the year because of the quarantine. And then he's out on May 20th. No wonder he's doing so bad at math. I know some kids that are going to be going to school all summer long. But uh, we'll save that for another day. Paul, you're on the air. What's going on? Oh, hey, Brian. Uh, I actually really enjoyed AEW Dynamite last night, but I've noticed this has been sort of a trend. Some of the most compelling stuff that AEW has been putting together is not airing on Dynamite. Uh, This week, you had that great promo on being an elite uh, by Christopher Daniels, where he is in tears and contemplating retirement. And on... uh, AEW Dark, not even Elevation, you have this hilarious music video uh, that the acclaimed did. You can see it on Max Caster's YouTube channel. Oh, my channel God. Were- <laughs> I don't want to interrupt, buddy, okay? But last night, yeah. uh, Wednesday nights are brutal because, uh, mm. you know, I got to review two shows with Dave. You know, Dave, when he gets going, it's going to be all night. And right. uh, so I, I, I don't like to start too late. And then I got done with the shows, and I was getting ready to get started. And then I called Dave, and he goes, Ah, hold on a second. I'm watching the, the uh, Brunson Reed match. Call me back. And I was like, Oh, man, that's that's the first problem. So then it was my problem because I end up on YouTube, and I start looking at all of Max Caster's diss tracks. <laughs> and he's got one for everybody. Like, he had some match with Gangrel somewhere, and so he did this whole video about Gangrel. Dude, I was just down the rabbit hole. That's why I tweeted last night that Max Caster's the greatest. It was like one after another after another. I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest. This guy's the greatest. But, yes, it didn't air on Dynamite. I feel like the Young Bucks one that they did might have ended up on Dynamite. Is that right? Did they do that before that match? I think think they aired part of it on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, they did. Awesome. Anything else, Paul? That's uh, about it, I guess. All right. I, well, I, I well, guess. thanks, buddy. I, I got eight, I got five guys on the line, so I'm sorry I took all your joy out of that by by uh, by stealing your 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 love of Max Caster. But you know what? Acclaimed. There are a lot of times. Well, I mean, I listen in the ring. I enjoy both of the acclaimed, but uh, Max Caster is uh, 99% of uh, all of the videos. So, yeah, I love uh, Anthony Bones is there. But it's not like he's he's joining in on everything. He's just he's the hype man. What did Eddie yes. and, and John call him? I forget. But yeah, he's just he, he's the, the rapper's friend, I guess, and that's exactly what he is. But I mean, the perfect the perfect fall guy too for Max Castor having a big mouth and 
Bowen's getting in there, getting punched in the face by Moxley. It's great. I think Max Caster, I think it was, who was he facing? Willow Nightingale. It was somebody during the the GCW shows uh, that were supposed to take place Mania weekend. And I I didn't really know the dude, but that was enough for me. I mean, for look, top flight, there's a lot of other great teams and a lot of other young teams, uh, the, the Blondes. If Bowens and Caster can come around because of how they look and because of how they talk and the fact that they have no fear of that camera, you know, it's, it's a lot of people, it's not easy. It's not easy to get in front of a camera. It's not easy to perform in front of people. But those guys absolutely have that. And if they continue to come along in the ring, we're going to be hearing about those guys for a long time. All righty, let's go to Phoenix, Arizona, rising from the ashes. Is this caller? You're on the air. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to say I absolutely agree with you, Brian, about loud cars and how obnoxious. They oh, are. terrible, aren't they? Ridiculous. Yeah, you know, and it's always it's always some crappy Geo Metro. It's never you'll never see someone with like a Mercedes do something like that. I don't. It's terrible. Actually, you know what? It's but, uh, not a Mercedes, but it, it's what? like a fairly. It, this guy's got a fairly nice car, uh, except for the sound. Like there's something seriously wrong with it, but. Yes, yeah, like I, I, we're on, on the it? same page here, buddy. It's just it's right. a long story. And also, Mike, I noticed that next week, both A&E and Dark Side of the Ring are both doing their shows on the Ultimate Warrior. So oh, I'm God. I'm interested how they, uh, how they both approach his uh, controversies. And, um, what a head-to-head. Head. Like, yeah, one's on Sunday, one's on Thursday, but they're both coming on. And I'm just kind of seeing how they compare and contrast how, you know, the WWE one approaches it and how the, you know, Dark Side approaches it. And it's, I mean, I'm sure the dark side's going to be a lot more honest, but it's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah, listen, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, they will be very, very different. Is my that's my impression? Because the thing the thing was with like uh, with Randy Savage. I mean, the A and E documentary, which is in association with WWE. I mean, they went very much into his dark side. Very. Much. But at the same time, like he was a guy that uh, they'd had the falling out with, whereas Warrior. It's like Warrior to them, at the end, they were on good terms, and so, oh, he's an all-time legend, we're naming this award after him. So there's yeah. going to, I feel like there's going to be some glimpses into the dark side, but in general, the dark side, I think it's going to be way more honest in the a &E documentary. Of course it will. I mean, there's a whitewashing when it comes to these WWE shows. It's like everything else. You see it through their prism. I don't have any time for any of these AEW shows or A&E shows that, that they have. The, the goofy collector's one uh, the, the, with the setup nonsense, like all these other BS shows, no thanks. And these documentaries that, again, they had a bunch of different people produce them. And that's fine if you want to, you know, present them that way. Like 30 for 30s, we're getting these different stories from these different, you know, these different prisms. I mean, to me, what they did with Randy Savage, I mean, yeah, everything they said may have been true in there, but look how they they framed everything compared to how they framed it with Piper and how they framed other things with other people. I don't believe that they're going to do anything really of depth into the Warrior. I think they'll probably touch on some things because, you know, they have to, but they'll end up getting whitewashed away. I have no confidence in this thing whatsoever, and... You know, dark side, maybe they'll concentrate too much on the dark side of things, but the bottom line is they'll be a lot more truthful, too, because look at the people involved. Their reputation speaks for itself, and frankly, so does WWE's. So I got to I gotta go to this right here because uh, I don't know what's going on. So, caller, you're, you're, you're on the air. Can I, uh, can I read on the air what your uh, caller ID says? Uh, 
I prefer if you didn't. Okay. I was. It was weird. It, I, I pay. I pay. I, I pay for the phone, but uh, it's on my mother's plan because it's like the best deal you can get. And if I were to switch off it, I'd lose like unlimited data. But do you know? Do you know what it says? Yes. Okay. Just okay. Go ahead. What's on your mind? <laughs> I yeah, never saw nothing um, like it. Go ahead. It says Peggy. Okay. Actually, it doesn't. Do you want to know what the oh, whole thing oh, says? Oh, what does it say? It says Little Peggy. <laughs> How did the oh, Little get in there? Oh, well, my last name is Little. Oh, darn it. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Well, anyway, before we get sidetracked with that, uh, I want to get your opinion on whether or not the Casino Battle Royal winner needs to win the title eventually because they've done four of them so far. And nobody who's won it has won a title as a result of winning Casino Battle Royale. That is an excellent question. And we're going to go to a break, and I'm going to answer it when we come back. So stick around, everybody. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. travelers do you want to save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855 325 1780. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, very quickly, here's my thoughts on this uh, Casino Battle Royal. So, uh, this will make people mad, but whatever. AEW title to the AEW fans, far more valuable than the WWE title is to WWE fans. Because the WWE title, like, they'll give it to anybody. They gave it to Miz when he'd won, like, one match in a year and a half. So, when they do Money in the Bank, it's like, ah, literally, when they book Money in the Bank, it's like, we just decide who we're going to give it to with no plan about whether that person is ever going to win or not win the title. Uh, what's his name? Otis won it. Remember that? Otis won it. And then they were like, oh, I can't give this belt to Otis. And so they switched it to Miz. Miz lost it. And then they did the angle to give it back to him. And then finally, they let Miz win the title on the road to WrestleMania. It was ridiculous. AW title is not like that. So the problem is, with the Casino Battle Royal, unless you plan to just devalue the title, I mean, the reality is very, very rarely is the winner of the Casino Battle Royal going to end up winning the AEW title. I mean, it may happen one time. It may never happen, for all I know. So what I would do is I would just say the winner of the Casino Battle Royal is guaranteed a shot at any title. Cash it in for the TNT title. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. wins. Him and Griff Garrison catch it in. Cash it in. The secondary title, especially the TNT title, that title is the kind of title that you know is going to change hands somewhat frequently. Maybe even the same with the tag team titles. That way, every now and then, a Casino Battle Royal winner can actually win a title after winning the Casino Battle Royal, but you're not devaluing the title, and it's also in a situation where nobody ever wins after winning the Casino Battle Royal. Anyway, we're out of time. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Back tonight with Vinny, Wrestling Observer Live.